Hello. Welcome to North Coast Calvary Chapel's audio podcast. Hi, friends. I'm Jennifer All, and today's Daily Hope comes from 1 Samuel chapter 4. And just to remind you and recap where we are in the story, we have met Samuel. At this time, he is a young boy, and his mother has dedicated him to the tabernacle, to the work of the Lord, where we meet Eli. Now, Eli is the priest who is leading Israel at this time. And Eli has a couple of sons who are also priests, and they are up to no good. These guys are just taking advantage of their position. They're taking advantage of God's people, and they are dishonoring God at every turn. Now, God has rebuked them. Eli has rebuked them, but nothing has changed. So we zoom in in chapter 3 on how Samuel is doing as he is growing up in the tabernacle. And in this chapter, it's one of my favorites in scripture because God comes to Samuel as a boy and he calls him. He speaks to him, speaks directly to him, and he anoints him to be his prophet, to be a messenger for God. And I love it because it shows us how personal and tender and kind God is Samuel was, it was so personal, God's voice, that Samuel thought that God was standing right there in the room with him. It wasn't this big, loud earthquake or, or James Earl Jones's voice just terror, terrifying him. It was just kind and gentle. And I love that God speaks to us so personally like this. So Samuel grows up with God's grace and God's favor over him into a man of God. And he will be God's prophet and a key figure we will see in the chapters ahead. That takes us to chapter four, where the Israelites are at war with the Philistines. They've been battling it out and the Israelites are losing badly. So they have to plan. They think, let's go get the Ark of the Covenant and we're going to bring that onto the battlefield with us and that will really intimidate our enemies. Yes, the Ark of the Covenant as in Indiana Jones, okay? The Ark of the Covenant, they thought of it as like a a physical, a manifestation of God's power and presence. It was a symbol of God's presence among his people. And it was holy and sacred. But they thought by bringing it onto the battlefield, it was like bringing God into the battle with them. And it had the effect that they wanted, where it did intimidate their enemies. But their their enemies, honestly, they honored God more than the Israelites did. Because the Israelites were treating the Ark of the Covenant, were treating God as if he was this good luck charm that they could just grab and bring in to battle with them. But the Philistines, they didn't even worship this God, but they had heard of him. And when they heard that his manifestation of his power and presence was coming onto the battlefield, they were terrified. This is the God, the God who set all those people free from Egypt. Oh my goodness. So they fought even harder and more fiercely, and they just slayed the Israelites. They killed Eli's sons, and they captured the Ark of the Covenant. Now, when word got back to Eli what had happened on the battlefield, Eli was so devastated that he fell off his chair and fell down dead. And the chapter ends on a pretty grim note as Israel realizes the devastation of what they have done. Looking at these two chapters here, I was just reflecting on 
Who do I want to be in this story? Because in chapter three, you have Samuel, who is his response to God is, here I am, Lord. How can I serve you? But the Israelites, their approach to God was to just use him, kind of like a genie in a bottle. They disregarded him, disrespected him until they needed him for something. And then they're like, hey, you're a good God. Come on with us. And I just thought, wow, I really hope I'm not treating God like that. And I just, I I encourage us to take a moment to repent. If in any way we are taking God's grace and his goodness and his kindness for granted. Yes, he is so loving and so patient. He does speak to us in the still of the night and he goes with us into whatever battle we're facing. But because he loves us and that is a gift, his grace is something that should stir us to gratitude, not something that we should take for granted like these Israelites did. And so it caused me to reflect, and I hope it causes you to reflect too. Let's turn to the Lord today out of gratitude for who he is, not just take advantage of him because, oh, he'll always be there for me. I'll just turn to him when I need him. Let's honor him today in everything we do and say, and I hope that that fills you with a new perspective. And I hope that you're blessed today.